0: Hey, happy almost Thanksgiving for those celebrating. I just want to jump in here really quick before today's episode and let you know that I'm offering 40% off all of my digital programs and guides over on healthful pursuit. That includes six week keto weight loss, happy keto body, keto bundle, everything. Um, You guys can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash cyber sale. That'll direct you right to my shop, choose what you want, load up your cart, and then use the code cyber. That's all in caps C Y B E R to get 40% off. Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash cyber sale. Use the code cyber for 40% off. The code will be valid until November 30th. So enjoy. What's happening? (laughs) It's episode 344 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Thanks for being here. Today, we're chatting with one of my oldest friends. Her name's Vivica. She's fantastic and so incredibly sweet. We wanted to talk about safe weight loss and healing and detoxification. Vivica and I have been around for a while. (laughs) We've seen some things in the keto space, and it was just so great to pick her brain of what she's seeing, what kind of strategies that she uses with her clients, toxicity and weight loss, the process process of detoxifying and how long it takes to, to detoxify safely, is especially if you are looking to lose weight. What to do when your weight is stuck and what she's seeing in her practice and how she overcomes that. Ooh, it's so good. It's so good. Vivica is a functional nutritionist with a holistic approach to healing. Helping restore health and vitality through food, lifestyle, and detoxification processes. Originally from Italy, the love and reverence of food runs deep. Growing up in her family of restaurateurs, that led to an early career as a food photographer. Through her own healing journey to overcome pre diabetes and an autoimmune thyroid disorder, Vivica came upon her true vocation, helping others heal through food and the innate wisdom of the body. In her web-based practice, Vivica specializes in endocrine rebalance and hormone-related issues, guiding women through a specialized healing journey using therapeutic diet, empowering lifestyle, and detox supplementation. In the Healing Foods Method, her highly individualized signature course, Vivico works one-on-one with people to help discover and eliminate the root cause of dys ease. Vivica is also a well-known voice in the holistic nutrition community as a passionate advocate of therapeutic, ketogenic, and paleo diets through her blog and social channels. You can find out more from her by going to thenourishedcaveman.com. She's on Instagram at caveman, Facebook, the same name, and I will include all these links, including her books, Keto Cooking for Healing and Weight Loss and the Essential Carnivore Diet Cookbook. She's just brilliant. I just love chatting with her. If you have questions, about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com/slash contact and ask me. Okay, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com/slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. Hi, Vivica. How are you? Hey, Leanne. It's so good to be back here with you. It's been so long. It feels like decades, but it's probably only been two or three years. Um, We've known each other a very long time, it feels. I know. I
1: call us the Ketosauruses.
0: (laughs) It's so true because there aren't many people left. Kind of like when we started, there were a couple of key people and stuff and we're Some of the only ones left. (laughs) I know. As so
1: much has changed in the keto world since our first interviews, even like when you remember nobody knew what keto even meant back in the day. So
0: true. When you started every recording, people would be like, so tell me about what you do. And you'd have to start off about saying like keto. Oh, and then you're like, oh yeah, people don't know what keto is. Keto is a metabolic state, blah, blah, blah. That whole elevator pitch that you had to have because no people were like, what's a keto?
1: (laughs) no. And by the way, you had the best elevator pitch. I was always in awe, like I used to watch all your videos and be like, oh Leanne is it's so good, She's just so good.
0: <laughs> you know what, thank you. And also I don't even remember what it was. Like keto is a <laughs> metabolic state, but I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a minute, huh? I had you kind of memorized (laughs) watching so many of your videos. Well, thank you very much for watching all those videos. And because we're friends and we're just chatting back and forth, perhaps we would like to include everyone in our awesome conversation and for you to just share with us who you are, what you do, in your own words. I said your official bio, but like, who are you?
1: Yeah, good question. I think I define myself as a nutritionist still these days evolving rapidly and I usually call myself a holistic practitioner because like it kind of goes beyond just nutrition even though people don't understand that nutrition doesn't mean just diet nutrition means healing the body through natural holistic methods Based on food and nutrients, but nutrition is also detoxification. That's a really big part of it. And you and I had chatted before about the importance of detoxing. I'm still really big on that. So nutrition can also be lifestyle practices. Nutrition can include, you know, intermittent fasting or fasting practices. So. There are different aspects to nutrition. And like, like one thing I do in nutrition, I, li- I read blood work. I do, you know, lab testing. And so there is so much more than just diet. And of course, diet is the foundation of nutrition. So I do work with the diet and the lifestyle of my clients. And then expanding into like these other facets of like a holistic practice,
0: That is a beautiful elevator pitch. If I do say so myself, (laughs) and it's, (laughs) and I mean, I have so many questions in relation to what you just shared. And one of them is the evolution of nutrition as it relates to labs. Like, I don't know if you've noticed over the last five years, especially the last couple of years, the functional labs and what we have access to has just like grown exponentially to the point where you can work with a client. And before I even get started, I, Definitely, definitely ask them for blood labs so I can understand from a functional perspective what the patterns are in the labs. But then there can also be Dutch and GI Map and gut permeability and all these pieces. Have you noticed that change over the last couple of years and how effective that has been for your practice? Yeah,
1: definitely. I for me it's kind of like a little bit of a two-edged sword sometimes though, because like I love all these really great labs that we can get. And like we can see so much more from just like five years ago, like, you know, the kind of like blood work that they study. now there is like 50% more on top that, you know, is all new and is always developing. So that's really good. Also though, sometimes I find that it becomes a little like rabbit hole-y, like you just jump into this rabbit hole of labs. And then like some practitioners will like order more, 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 more labs, which becomes really like kind of a way to work of working like a doctor, medical doctor. So I like to keep it in balance in my practice. You know, I like to see some basic labs and then do some work with a patient. And then like, we'll go into more specific stuff if we need to. But I, for me, it's really more about trying to keep that holistic view where like, I look at the numbers, but sometimes the numbers the numbers are just numbers, you know, and like, I'm really wary for myself about falling into that same mindset of like, follow the science, you know, I have a very healthy respect for science, and I'm really grateful for the ability to you have those tools. And again, for me, those are not you know, the last word, like, you know, the definite sentence on something, because there is so much more that needs to be seen in situation of the case of the patient. And like, you know, for me, it's like more like a holographic picture where I try to look at the case has this like four-dimensional picture of like there is what's here and now there is your case history there is your genetic history you know there is your lifestyle so there are all these different elements that come to contribute and like the labs will can also really just tell us sometimes one perspective but yeah it's um it's gone a little crazy with the times <laughs>
0: Keto flu, impossible fasting symptoms that stop you mid-fast, cravings at any hour of the day, or feeling off after a sweaty workout. These are some of the signs that you're low in electrolytes. When I first started keto, I made all of the mistakes. One of the biggest ones was not supplementing with electrolytes. And still, seven years into keto, I often forget how essential electrolytes are. Honestly, it's easy to forget to take electrolytes because, well, a lot of them don't taste very good or work very well. Enter Element, the most delicious, well-balanced electrolyte powder I've personally tried, like ever. Add to water and enjoy any time of day. These electrolytes are salty, as they should be, quenching your thirst and hitting the spot. And the best part, when you head to drinklmnt.com/kdp, you'll receive a free element sample pack. You only pay $5 for shipping. The sample pack includes eight packets of element that includes two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. Go to drinklmnt.com Forward slash KDP for your free sample pack. I love Element and I really think you're going to too. Again, that's drinkelement.com forward slash KDP to get your free sample pack. And if you don't love it, they will refund your $5, no questions asked. Right, exactly. And what you're really talking about is clinical correlation. I think a lot of us, and I'm guilty of it too, like I'll see a lab and I'll be like, oh, yeah. And you kind of dig your fingers into it and you're like, oh, this is good. But if the person isn't experiencing certain symptoms and they're not lining up, you really have to understand clinical correlation. And I agree with you. I think it's like this delicate balance, you know, having access to all these things now to kind of understand what to do, what not to do, how to be conscious of somebody's budget and what their goals are. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you said it so well. And I guess another piece of that evolution is, and we talked about this when we were talking back and forth really quickly uh, is how keto has evolved. And, you know, we started off with our interviews where we had to have everything put together because people didn't one know what keto was. And as soon as they heard, we're like, dip your bacon in mayonnaise. People are like, I'm out. This is crazy talk. How have you seen keto evolve? Not only from people's Mm. acceptance of it or, and just like how they practice it moving forward.
1: Yeah, it's wow. It's been kind of like keto has been an explosion. And I remember when I first started, like my first program that I did, it was in like 2014 or 15, something like that, 14 or 15. So my first program. That I launched publicly. And I was thinking, you know, working mostly with metabolic clients. So people with pre diabetes were really kind of my target audience at that moment. And I was thinking, wow, in a nation of people that have abused sugar and carbs for so long, keto is really kind of the only answer, you know, to reverse that metabolic damage. And there is such huge potential for this diet to become like the saving grace. And in fact, that's exactly what happened, that people caught on to it and realized. And now like all these like doctors, you know, converted to keto and all these like relief practitioner and functional medicine doctors, like all these people with like big names and big degrees and all the stuff that I don't have, you know, caught on and like keto was like exploding with reason because like i feel like it's really what this nation needed you know and kind of the western world you know coming from all this like over abuse of sugar carbs and processed foods but then there are like you know as something becomes really popular all the shortcutting that happens with keto and like all the different versions like dirty keto or lazy keto and you know i i know like from your experience and following you you know from the very beginning that you're also always being a proponent of like really clean and healthy food and like from healthful pursuits like the name itself says it okay so it's not just about losing weight or you know cutting down your insulin or your a1c it's also about being healthy and creating a foundation of health so i feel like sometimes we have lost the purpose the true purpose of keto with like you know this like giant explosion and like people do love their shortcuts you know I mean I do too when I can but unfortunately when you lose perspective with what your health is and how to create a foundation for your health through your diet you know then doing like this like McDonald's keto really does not work for me
0: And you see that that perspective of health is a really important piece to touch on is everyone's, we can chase symptoms just like we can chase the labs, you know, and we'll say, well, if this symptom, you know, let's try to work on this symptom and that symptom. And all of a sudden you have all these protocols for all these symptoms. And really at the end of the day, most of us just want to feel healthy and that healthy probably looks like not weighing 120 pounds over our quote unquote goal weight or, but I think those goals for health are going to look a little bit different for each individual based on their symptoms. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And this is why I kind of try to explain to people and it's not a very popular view because you know people want to just like even the patients that come to me they're like oh but I really want to lose weight and I'm like okay well if for you to really want to lose weight especially if you haven't been able to lose weight naturally or by yourself and your weight is super stuck that means there is something blocking that weight loss so we need to look at that and then we do all the work of like restoring their health and finding those blocks and they start are feeling better and you know they feel so much better energy comes back stable blood sugar you know pain go away all those beautiful things and then they're like but i'm not losing as much weight as i wanted to it's like oh i have some patients like that i'm like ah <laughs> but you're healthy now at least so it does look different for everybody and like you know for some people the ones that actually lose weight very easily, they're probably not the ones that will come to me because like maybe their health is way better and they, it's more straightforward for them. And like little fixes will and little changes will help them to achieve those weight loss goals. But if you can't do it, then it means there is something else underneath. And it's a good motivator, right? At the end of the day, we need to be grateful for weight because like, it's something that really presses on our emotions. And so like, it's like that motivator that sends us to do the right things in the end of the day or trying, hopefully not
0: always, there
1: are things like the HCG diet. Remember that thing? Like,
0: oh, remember, I mean, I still have clients that have done it still doing in it. the last six months
1: I think maybe with keto being so prevalent, uh, there's been less damaging, brutal, damaging diets around. So that's a great benefit of keto becoming so popular. I mean, even dirty keto is better than an HCG diet and will not destroy your metabolism as much.
0: That's so true. And I think... You touched on so many pieces that I agree with as it relates to weight loss. And it's unfortunate that the people that, you know, they lose weight pretty quickly and they're like, well, I don't need to see anyone. I got my goals. I'm losing weight. And they're usually those 20 something, 30 something people. But then I'm working and probably perhaps you're working with people that are in their forties, fifties, and now they can't lose the weight. And there were these health imbalances way back when, and now they've quote unquote been imbalanced for 15, 20 years. And now we're left with this, I don't want to say mess because it can totally be cleaned up. No, like it can be fixed, quote unquote. Have you experienced that too? Like where you're like, oh, I wish you would have reached out to me like 10 years ago. Do you know? Yeah,
1: always. And, you know, just it's just about being human and like, I guess that we will not, a lot of humans you're in our lifestyle, everything is so, right now the pace of life is so fast and so many challenges. So we're kind of like dealing with this in front of us. And if we don't have to deal with something, we are, have the tendency to not do it. There are not that many people that have the privilege to be able to like really plan ahead and look ahead. And like a lot of times you just like until it's really hitting you in the face, you don't even have the span of bandwidth to deal with things. So I have a lot of understanding for the people that are in survival mode and kind of like stuck in survival mode I wish they could understand that this survival mode is eventually going to get you into a deep hole you know but honestly Leanne when I was in my 30s I didn't think oh when I'm 50 and if I continue like this I'm going to be really messed up or in my 40s I was taking care of my health holistically but I was still drinking you know so like I was like eating pizza I didn't think I had and like I didn't even know that I had certain things until I finally started looking for them because our body is so forgiving when we're younger that, you know, one of my assistants, there is this great story you want to share just quickly. Like uh, my social media assistant, she was vegan for four years and she was pretty much like went from eating really bad to being vegan as an elimination diet, which worked really well for a short period of time. It was an elimination diet, great. But then she stayed vegan and she just was luckily pretty clean vegan, but like she was vegan for four or five years and suddenly she started having all the symptoms, went to the doctor and like got the labs that's where the labs really coming in strong. And she turned out to be totally nutrient deficient in so many nutrients. And that was a big wake up call for her, you know, and like, but it just had to hit her in the face, like a ton of bricks, because like she could not even really understand or hear that this is going to lead you to nutrient deficiencies. And like, no, it doesn't. I'm doing everything great. And then like, when you hit the wall, suddenly it's like, okay, now I got to handle this. And the same is like with, you know, health conditions that are underlying to weight gain, you know, until you really hit that wall, most likely you're not going to address it because there is other stuff to do. (laughs) I understand how you can come to that and it's okay. Like, you know, that's why there are people like Leanne and I that can help you rewind the tape, you know, and just slowly, slowly like, yes, you got yourself all the way to this place, but luckily the body is so forgiving and like health is attainable. Like you say, it's very attainable. We can't fix those things. We can't reverse disease. You know, sometimes it takes really working with a professional because, like, there has been a lot of damage done. But then we can clean it up and, you know, make people better, make ourselves better.
0: Maybe you've heard of all the amazing things that apple cider vinegar can do for you. If you have not, let's review. It can balance healthy blood sugar, banish cravings, and encourage fat loss. It can improve protein absorption and digestion by helping you break down animal protein so you can use those nutrients more effectively. It can help you stabilize healthy blood sugar, which helps improve energy and mood, and aid in the healthful aging process, has been shown to lower morning glucose, fasting glucose, and help stabilize blood sugar by increasing the ability of our muscles to take up sugar from our blood. Okay, so you could just go to your pantry and chug some apple cider vinegar. No, 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 don't do it. It'll burn your esophagus. (laughs) So you always have to mix it with water. And here's the thing, I don't know about you, but when I have a liquid supplement, I will nine times out of 10, forget to take the stuff. And that's why I love Paleo Valley's apple cider vinegar complex, because not only does it have apple cider vinegar, but it also has turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, lemon, all organic ingredients to further support all the benefits of apple cider vinegar and more. If you are encouraged to take the stuff and you just don't think that you'll drink the liquid, you can head on over to paleovalley.com. And load up on a couple of bottles of apple cider vinegar complex and whatever else that catches your eyes. I personally love the superfood bars. They're just amazing. Enter the code KETO at checkout to receive 15% off your first order. Again, that's paleovalley.com and use the code KETO at checkout for 15% off your first order. Yeah, it's completely true. And I think it reminds me of Sleeping Beauty, which we watched recently when all the fairies are fighting, you know, and they're making a total mess. And you're like, how is this even going to be cleaned up? But I think, you know, that's part of, I think, and I speak for you also why we enjoy our jobs, you know, that cleanup and just the education piece that comes with it. And I agree. I mean, I, I know this too. Last year in December of 2020, I was diagnosed with a pretty serious parasite. I didn't know it was there. I probably had this thing for about seven or eight years. And looking back, there were all those symptoms and all those things. And I just thought it was from something I ate or I had like a little issue here or there. No, like it was a parasite. So I don't think, you know, until it gets so bad or you find out and you're like, oh, shoot, now I've been hit with this. I have to deal with it. And I think that that's a great way of describing that there was something that you said earlier, the weight being stuck and your health. What kind of things are you seeing? You know, you start working with a client and they're like, my weight is not moving. What's wrong with me? Why isn't this working? I've adjusted my macros. I've done everything right. What sorts of things are you seeing that's stopping people from being able to achieve weight loss on a ketogenic diet?
1: It's interesting that you brought up parasites because lately I've been seeing so many parasite cases and I've been doing parasite cleanses the whole time i'm a nutritionist for eight years but lately it seems like it's like you know escalated everybody's got parasites including myself too i mean i also went to to the club right i know i have to still do round two of my de-warming i call it (laughs) i don't know like i think that looking at things like parasites like in nutrition we talk about there are several like not that many root causes of disease but like parasites is definitely one and then there is toxicity so pesticides glyphosates that's a huge one that's so Pervasive. It's like the stuff is everywhere, like on the lawns, on the food, sprayed on the monocrops. Like glyphosates are antibiotics. They were patented as antibiotics. They're not just pesticides. What they do is they decimate your gut flora. So once your gut is completely like unbalanced, of course, you can't lose weight. You will gain weight. Because, like, this is part of our metabolism and it's part of our immunity. And then, like, toxins are not able to be processed properly. And then they start accumulating in the only storage area that you have, which is your fat cells. So, toxicity is definitely an underlying cause of like this weight, lack of weight loss or weight gain, you know, and being totally stuck. Your body's like, I can't detox. I'm not ready or equipped for detoxing so no you're not gonna let lose all the millions of toxins stored in your fat because otherwise you're gonna drop that so that's you know a really big one right there and then it's metabolic but like metabolic seen from the point wider point of of endocrine balance like the whole endocrine system which has been our favorite topic for many, many chats that we had you know, about thyroid and adrenals and ovaries, but also the connection of like female hormones and thyroid hormones to metabolic hormones, name insulin, and then stress hormones, cortisol, and how all of them balance together. And like, finally, there has been much more awareness about these like endocrine relationships that are really dooming one person to be able to, not to be able to lose weight or to be stuck in certain symptoms forever. But like, if you go to a conventional endocrinologist or a medical doctor, they really don't make those connections still to this day with all the information out there. And even if there are many functional medicine doctors that are better and like able to see further, but still sometimes I feel like there are missing bridges, you know, like not every practitioner is really able to dig in into the intercorrelations of your endocrine system and also unravel those big complicated balls of yarn of your hormones, you know, unravel them out and be like, okay, where does this start actually? How do we Fix this, you know, how do we approach this cascade and like where does it originate so that we can address it at the root and not just try to palliative symptom, you know, give you thyroid medication when you can't lose weight. And that might work for a minute, but then, you know, it's not going to work for the long term when like, there are so many other dysfunctions underlying that are causing you to then, you know, oh, I got on in meds, I lost weight, I feel like great. And like three years later, back to square one.
0: right well, Because it's not root cause work. What I'm hearing you say is, and I say the same thing as it relates to metabolic chaos, like you have the functional issues, and the biochemical issues and the chemical issues, and you touched on some um, radiation, parasites, viruses—all those external things. You have inflammatory mm-hmm. foods, the things you're taking in, and those are quite common. You know, you hear about eat anti-inflammatory foods, but that's just one of many of it. Your prescription medications, alcohol, mm-hmm. which you touched on, um, allergies. You know, if you're eating yeah. the same foods all the time that you're allergic to. That's mm-hmm. going to increase your cortisol, which is going to increase mm-hmm. your glucose. It's, and so it's this whole cascade and you're right. It does take a good practitioner to be like that huge ball of all the things and sitting down and like piece by piece being like, okay, okay, okay. And I know you totally nerd out over that.
1: <laughs> mold is another one that's been oh, coming up so strong. Like I bet you in Florida and on the boat, you have to deal with that a lot because it's super humid there. Like I. You know, and also when you're exposed to mold, then you remain sensitive. And it's crazy because, like, mold is another one that's been coming back to me and, like, start affecting my bronchial passages and then, like, giving me this cough. And then, like, you know, my adrenals are shot again because of the mold. So it's really interesting if somebody doesn't know, it would, like, you know, see it as an adrenal case when, in reality, underneath the adrenal case is the mold case.
0: You know, I'm so happy things. you touched on that because I can't tell you how many times recently I've been looking at people's files and their history, and then I'm looking at their labs and I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure this is mold or parasites or heavy metals. Those are like the three that have been coming up so much lately. I don't know why yeah. I have no clue why same. I don't know. Same, and same. they're on estrogen patch. They're on progesterone. They're on adrenal. They're on pregnenolone. They're on DAGA. They're taking testosterone pellets. And I'm like, guys, this is not the root cause. Like we're just, we're not actually getting to the problem. You said you're seeing that too. Yeah,
1: totally. And then they come to you after seeing like this functional medicine doctor and this like fancy endocrinologist that, you know, super specialist, whatever. And nobody thinks about those things. There are not that many people that talk about mold. Again, mold is coming up as, you know, more, there is more testing, luckily so that it's easier to get tested for mold. Back in the days, it was pretty much just muscle testing. You know, like there was not, there was like extensive lab testing you can do, and it was really expensive and difficult to find if there was. But yeah, it has been incredibly, like, I don't know, maybe with Leanne, because there is more testing available now, then we have more readiness to find those root causes, which is great. And before there was only a very like small section of practitioners that were even aware how to handle these things, you know, because I remember when in my training, you know, we covered all those modalities, but then again, it was just like chiropractors, if they took those classes or acupuncturists, you know, holistic practitioners, but they had to take specific training. It wasn't covered by their general training. So I can see why it would be overlooked and then don't talk about it. And now finally it's coming out, you know, but heavy metals, dental, have you dealt, oh. dealt with dental stuff a lot?
0: Like, uh, yeah, my husband has 30 mercury fillings and, we and good? we, so we hired a holistic dentist. It costs, too much money, but it was worth every penny. They found mercury in his gum where the dentist, I guess, had dropped the mercury on its way to the tooth. And it had gone in the side, like under his gum and his mercury. I tested, I've never seen such high mercury. Like I was like, how are you not dead? I don't even understand. <laughs> and it took forever to chelate. Like he had multiple fillings in each tooth. Like it was just a nightmare. What has even your experience with Dental.
1: Myself, yours, like, yeah, well, kind of the same, like Kevin, because like you know, I'm older. And so when I was a kid in Italy, they just like gave you fillings with amalgam, like like it's nothing for the littlest thing. Like, forget the fluoride pills that they gave me as a kid as well for my teeth. I mean, I don't know, I'm alive sometimes. <laughs> we are so resilient. But yeah, and then when I had my amalgams removed because I started knowing about this, my poor dentist, he wasn't a biodentist. So he just like took them all out. And then I got this massive mercury poisoning because it all went in. All the stuff it took, I, like breathe it in, swallowed it. Like, so it took me about six months to do a really good, like heavy metal cleanse. I think I did it a couple of times also because like, I do eat sushi and like, I am aware of the badness of it. I try to like eat, like, you know, not eat tuna. I don't ever eat tuna if I can. I just try to be a smaller fish. And But yes, I mean, come on. it's You know, we need to be alive and enjoy life sometimes. I'm like, I can clean this up later. Bad example.
0: You know, but. <laughs> I do it too. I do it too. In fact, we were fishing a couple of years ago and we caught a tuna and our friend was like, just put it in the freezer. We'll deal with it later. So we just like put it in the freezer and didn't like gut it or whatever it's called. And so that night we were cutting it open and I thought they were fat nodules like in the fish. No, no, no. There were parasites crawling out of the fish. It mm. was the grossest thing ever since then. I've not been able to have sushi or like the fish that I eat has to be so cooked because like I woke up that night and anyone listening is like, you've ruined sushi for me, but sorry guys. I, we woke up good, that, no, I oh, I couldn't sleep. And so I woke up and I went back to the kitchen. I sanitized everything, but there were parasites again, like these little worms crawling. Every, I was like, Nope, I'm done. I'm never eating it again. And that was forever ago. So that was disgusting. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I know. um, (laughs) yeah. We were talking about detoxification and you mentioned the fat cells holding the toxins. What happens if we are losing a bunch of weight through maybe HCG and we're going against our body? Like what's happening with all those things if it's being stored in our fat?
1: Mostly they'll bounce around inside your body and end up in your organs. 'Cause you can't lose your organs. I mean, you know, you lose a fat cell, so these substances come out. And, you know, for those of you that are not so familiar with like the processes of detoxification, toxins are stored in the fat bases in fat cells and they're transported mostly on fat molecules until they get to your liver and then the liver converts them into a water-soluble base and then they get carried on amino acids so they can be excreted through your urine, through your feces, you know, mostly through your gut. So that's why it's so important that your Mm -hmm. liver and your gut are functioning, you know, and like your kidneys as well are functioning so that those toxins can go out. But then when your liver is congested, which is mostly in most people that have never done liver work, because the poor liver has to deal with crazy amount of toxins present in the environment, in the food, your stress hormones, all the hormones are processed through the liver, you know, to maintain, be maintained in balance. So the toxins are not able to get clearance. Imagine like the freeway at rush hour, like, so you're losing weight. That means all the people are getting out of the buildings and in the cars and on the freeway all at once. So there are these giant bottlenecks and like not everybody's able to get on the freeway. So people will take alternative routes and, you know, take the streets like we do in LA a lot of times, (laughs) you know, Los Angeles, California, home of traffic. Like, so all these little cars that are now navigating the streets are your toxins that are not able to be excreted and they're going to end up in circulation. And, like, what happens is that they'll land in different places and can attach or get now stored in different places. Or they will call things like oxidation that will cause your cells to become. Necrotic, or to like not be able to receive oxygen, or you know, just not be able to function properly inside the cell, and so they will cause dysfunction and sickness inside your body in other places, and um, that's why it's so important to detox in the right way. And there is a lot of misunderstanding about that too. You know, like the juice fasting kind of detox, and yeah, like there are a lot of really not great way to detox. You think like it's great to detox even if it's done like in the not best way. Yes, at a very superficial level, it's better to do a juice fast than to do nothing. But as you progress, you know, and you continue doing something wrong, then eventually that is going to backfire on you and like have consequences.
0: Yeah, completely. And a lot of the times people assume detoxing is just taking a couple pills to make you poop a lot. And that that's a detoxification process. What are your thoughts on that? Because I know that that's pretty prevalent.
1: Yeah. Cause like pooping makes you feel good, right? And makes you feel empty and light. And that gives you this illusion that you're lighter. Oh, it feels so good. But it is important to get the colon moving and your intestines moving while you are detoxifying. Cause like you don't want the, all this trash that's being like taken out of your house you don't want it to sit on the curb forever you need a trash truck to come get it before it stinks to the heavens and get it out <laughs> you know so yeah you need to move the colon the intestines but then the real detoxing happens in the liver. So if your liver is not converting toxins and binding toxins, um, you know, the different processes of conversions and Leanne here, she's like the real scientist. She can conjugation.
0: You,
1: yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the right words and say, believe it or not. People like,
0: won't even remember it. So like, I like your, I say buddy up like when I'm explaining, and <laughs> I love like, that. The toxins buddy up with another compound and they exit the building.
1: <laughs> you yeah, have the best explanation. I'm gonna steal that one. So <laughs> yeah, if the buddying up doesn't happen, like those poor lonely toxins go back to where they try to go back to where they came from, and they can't return, so they start just bouncing around, and just coping alone will not do it so it's back on the liver and really the liver support the ability to body up so that means we need to provide those bodies that carry the toxins out you know and like if you're doing a juice fast and you don't have proteins available because those buddies are basically proteins that are carrying out those conjugated toxins like the body cannot carry them out and so like these vegan detoxes they don't really work so well. Your body's going to have to break down your own muscle and, you know, break down organs, break down muscle to provide those necessary bodies. So doing things in a way that's physiologically smart and like aligned with the physiology of your body, and really, truly understanding the physiology of the body, you know, cause like again, like great example is like juice detox. Yeah. It's an elimination diet. Your body naturally wants to release the toxicity when the toxins stop coming in. So that means when it's not constantly flooded with toxicity and you put a pause on that, your body will like reverse the process and like eliminate But that doesn't mean that it has all the tools for elimination. So we need to be able to provide, so the process is twofold. We stop toxins from coming in, do an elimination diet, and at the same time provide the necessary nutrients for all those budding up conjugation processes that we need to do.
0: I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Yes, completely. So like we've talked about the first is supporting our health and understanding what's standing in the way of your weight loss, like those parasites, heavy metals, mold toxicity, thyroid imbalance, usually caused by the three things I just mentioned, and really Mm -hmm. understanding what's at play. We might not actually get to root caught, like actual root, like why did this happen? But understanding what's contributing. And then the second part, it sounds like is safe weight loss, safe and effective weight loss. Like an example, you know, beyond the conjugation and liver, you know, when you get to the gut and you were talking about the smelly trash that needs to be taken out, if your poop is staying in your bowels long enough and you have a high amount of beta glucuronidase, which is this, this thing that can reactivate estrogen, your body's dumped all the estrogen in your poop. It's ready to take out the trash, but this beta glucuronidase guy will come in and reactivate it all. And the estrogen will go back and your body's like, I thought we got rid of all this stuff. And so Mm -hmm. it sounds, you know, what we're saying here is like, first support your health, understand what's standing in the way of your weight loss. And second, do weight loss safely, because as you're releasing this fat, There's going to be stuff in your fat cells that you don't want to stick around. And if you start losing weight without supporting your body and clearing things out properly to get ready for that, I don't, it's very rare that somebody will talk about safe and effective weight loss. Would you agree? They want fast weight loss.
1: They want permanent weight loss, but they want easy weight loss, but safe and effective. That's not the most common (laughs) words associated with it,
0: unfortunately. Yeah. It's so sad. And what's your spiel that you share with your clients? I have my own spiel. This is about elevator pitches again. When, when a client comes to you and they say like, "Vivica, I can't lose weight. Okay. I'm down to do, I'm down to support my health. I'm down to do safe weight loss. How long does it take to get to their goal? Is it? Yeah. I'll just leave it at there. How long does it take?
1: This this where like you start like, making your clients mad or like telling them what they don't want to hear but like i'm honest is like first of all it does take time and we don't really know how long it takes for your individual body to process through all this stuff to reverse the damage that you have done to the metabolic processes i Try to squeeze like an amount of time for them that to give them an idea. But a person that is really damaged metabolism and is very toxic, a year is not an uncommon period of time, you know, for you to be able to at least get a grip on the foundation of your health. Can weight loss happen while you do that? Of course it will. It does. But you might not get like oh, bikini skinny, you know, South Beach bikini skinny, In like three months, if there are so many things that need to be addressed that are preventing the weight loss. That's why, you know, my program used to be eight weeks and then like it started going longer and longer and longer. And now I have a four month program that is basically kind of like chewing gum, right? The same thing just stretched because people need time, bodies need time for healing. And, you know, when I, try to take people through a process and we wanna accelerate it, then it's kind of like selling them short on their possibilities for healing. So I ended up with this four-month program, which I think is not enough. It should be six months. But, you know, I try to stretch it in every possible way I can because the body really needs to go through all these different phases. And then sometimes there are clients that come out and have all their goals checked off and it's awesome. And usually older clients, I hate to say that, we all get old, you know. And as we get older, it just things slow down a little bit. It's not that it's impossible. It's just your metabolism is a little slower. Your cell renewal is a little slower. You're still doing all the functions, but let's be honest with ourselves. You know, as we head towards the end of our life, things got slower Is by design. So we can still be a very healthy person, even in our seventies and eighties and nineties, you know, we can totally extend the quality of our life. It just gets slower. So when you're older, the weight loss and the healing will both be slower than when you're young and you have a lot of vital energy to put into these
0: processes
1: can still happen though.
0: Completely. Couldn't agree with you more. Vivica, where can people find more from you, work with you, find out about this four-month thing, connect with you online, tell us the places that they can find you.
1: So... I try because, you know, like you have been around so long and like I have stuff everywhere online, like it's just a plague online, <laughs> but I try to condense everything into one page that will make it really easy for people to have an overview about me and my services. And that page is the healing foods method, which is my program slash services. So that's kind of easy. The healingfoodsmethod.com slash services. So that's a nice uh, overview. And then of course there is my old standing blog, the nourishcaveman.com where there are many recipes and videos and interviews and all of it for years and years. And then I'm on Instagram, of course, as the nourish caveman and, um, on Facebook, Facebook is kind of fizzling away. It's weird thing whatever is happening there and like you know and on YouTube I have ancient videos if you guys want to laugh at the beginning
0: of keto (laughs) good times good memories uh, all around I'm sure I'm on there too in a purple room that's how long ago that was Uh, thank you for coming on the show today and just chatting it's been so nice to reconnect with you and I'll include links to all the things that you mentioned in the show notes today guys you can find it down below this video if you're watching this on youtube or in the show notes or if you have no idea where any of those things are you can just go to keto diet podcast.com look for episode 344 and i'll include all of vivica's books and content and all the places you can find her that flag across oh and all of these books that she's showing in the video now (laughs) so we will include those vivica thanks for coming on thank you so much leanne it's so good to see you again I hope you really enjoyed our time with Vivica. Again, you can find her by going to thenourishedcaveman.com. I'll also include all her links to books and resources and social media and such in the show notes today. Thanks for hanging out with us, friend. I hope you had a blast. I know I did. And I will see you back here for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Bye.